Welcome back. So we are going to dive right into this. I had to separate the episode and make it a two part and give WWE its own episode because it was an hour long. That's how much shit has been happening within the last couple of weeks. With all that being said, I hope you guys do listen to this breakdown and understand that sometimes you have to do your due diligence to find the correct information, but also find information that is backed by credible sources. Twitter is not always the best place. I think that it's a good place to start when you're talking about learning about new things or having an inkling of the information, but you need to do your own research. I highly encourage every single one of you who listen to our podcast to ensure that you read the articles and make sure you have a clear understanding of the information before you go spread misinformation and cause more problems than not. All right. So with all that being said, I hope you guys enjoy this episode of the podcast. We're going to fully break down the Sasha Banks situation as much as we know. And we're going to give you guys the full breakdown of the Vince and John Laurinaitis situation all the way down to the shareholders and even to their replacements who are currently in their spots running the company as we speak. With all that being said, let's dive right into this. All right, now it's time to get into the nitty gritty stuff. So we're gonna start with Sasha because she's the shortest one, and we're just gonna tell you what we know, and we're gonna move on. As far as I know, Sasha Banks has not been officially released from WWE. They are alluding to it, they have rumored it, but they have not definitively said that she is gone, which leads me to believe that they're trying to keep her, and she either doesn't want to stay or they haven't come to an agreement about her staying there. Um, there is no other information out there. Um, Raj Geary is the one who told everybody that she was released. I kind of wish he would have kept it to himself because yeah. it just made things more difficult than it had to be. And for that time being, it took a lot of of stuff off of Vince and John Laurinaitis, which we're going to get into in a second. And I really, I just really wish he would have kept it to himself. Not because we didn't need to know, but because he didn't have enough information to release it. And it just, it's always that I got to be first type of attitude to tell Mm -hmm. everything. And when, even in journalism, you need to have credible information and expand on the information without causing chaos. The media is not meant to cause chaos. You're meant to inform and entertain at the same time. And this was neither. You basically dropped the bomb. Like, it's like you shit in the middle of the floor and just left and clean it up. We're like, who's going to clean this shit up? Like, you just, you, you can't do that. And it just caused more issues than it needed to. And then, when you tried to expand on it with your article, you did nothing but tell information that was already known and then say, we'll have more updates as we, the information comes to you. I'm just like, you shouldn't have said anything at all. Well, what, was his, what was his lame-ass tweet, too? Or he's like, people are coming for me, and I don't know what I did wrong. Like, bitch, you really didn't think this was going to cause an uproar? I don't think people should have been threatening him. Like, he was getting death threats. Well, I don't wish that, but, like, come on now. But I'm, I'm like, you shouldn't have tweeted that shit out if you didn't have 
full on information. Now, Fightful did elaborate and said that they spoke to some people in WWE and that they can confirm that there is a rumor around that Sasha is gone from WWE, that they have no definitive proof of that. So they don't want to run with the story as if it is 100% true, which I don't blame them for that. But at the same time, whether she's there or not, like I, I really wish from now on, y'all just, when you have the information and it's definitive and you know that it's true, you report it. And then you stand by that report. Don't half-ass it and then get mad because people don't want to hear what you're saying. <laughs> you're not giving us anything. And we were asking questions and you're like, I don't know. And it's like, well, why the fuck did you report this? Why did you put this out here? so if she is gone I wish her the best of luck I'm not I'm not going to say WWE necessarily fucked up although I do believe that they did um, some things work out in their favor and I think that for Sasha she is well beyond WWE in many ways she has a really good footing in Hollywood she's got to end with one of the one of the hottest directors in Hollywood is John Favreau, and she can pretty much do whatever she wants to do. She's not obligated to wrestle, but if she wants to go to New Japan and wrestle for a bit, she can. If she wants to go to Impact and wrestle for a bit, she can. Um, if she wants to go to NWA Power, she can do that. She has options once everything kind of blows over and it clears up. She did everything that she could do in WWE. It's not like she hasn't accomplished anything. She's one of the most sought after and talked about superstars on that roster next to Charlotte and Becky and Bailey. She's one of the four horsewomen. She's going to be forever etched in history. So I say let her do what she wants to do. When she's ready to come back, she'll come back. And y'all will smooth things over and kumbaya and hug and kiss or whatever, and it'll be back to normal. So... All I can say is good luck to you. And I see you when I see you. Uh, I think I could speak for Nicole on this because like she's tired of hearing about this too. Um, until the WWE says something themselves, because you know they 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 like uh, Bray Wyatt and they put that on their website or whatever. But until sure. I see until I hear anything from the WWE or Sasha or Mikazi or any anybody in that kind of little sphere, okay? I don't believe jack shit. And I'm tired of hearing of it. And, you know, people were saying, you know, maybe she was tired of the treatment and I wouldn't blame her. And people were like, you know, maybe Naomi just didn't... I mean, Naomi is, is her own thing because no one's really saying shit about her. It's all about Sasha. But... I don't Naomi, think Naomi requested her release. Sasha, from what I hear, Sasha's the one who initiated this. Naomi didn't say anything about wanting to be released. Um, Sasha, Sasha, I mean, this isn't the first time she's requested a release. Let's let's be honest here. It's not the first mm-hmm. time she's asked for a release. Um, but until again, until the WWE says anything or Sasha says it herself, I don't believe shit. I think it was a dumb move for that guy to even say that because 
you should know as a wrestling journalist, you should know if you say something about certain wrestlers, their fans will come and attack you. True. And you got the death threats, which you shouldn't have gotten. You shouldn't have gotten, but at the same time, you should have kept your damn mouth shut because you could have, you should have known the avalanche that this was going to cost or going to cause. In the same way, if if Sasha's gone, do your thing, girl. You set up to WWE. I mean, I liked your character, but Mercedes as a person seems like a badass bitch. So I salute you and wish you the best of luck. Go ahead and win that neck, girl. Stop. Make sure you put some bobby pins in those wigs to the test. Okay. You want to use your guts to be glue. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, this is that weird occurrence that we're trying to be nice. So say something nice. That's about as nice as you gonna get from Donald. Because you speak, I will say, I mean, listen, I'm just trying to crack a few jokes because it's such a, it's been such a stressful situation, just keeping up with it, and then mm-hmm. the and like seeing all the all the people in her DMs asking and all that stuff. So it's it's and like, like you guys have said, it was a stupid decision to just put that out there and just not elaborate, and then like. Shout out to Fightful and Sean Rossat for, you know, at least giving us some form of updates for it. But I feel like after, like, this past weekend, nothing, we haven't learned anything new in a while, you know? And I'm just like, the story as a whole hasn't gone anywhere other than just, we know that the rumor is that Sasha and her lawyers are working on her getting released. But from what Sean Ross Sapp has reported, there was, you know, no memo sent out. Certain people in the companies and, like, one higher up are believe the rumor. But even he said that, like, people who usually are in the know about the releases haven't heard anything about it. And that just tells me that it was just, if it's true, it's in very early stages. Yeah, and, very you know, sure. Very premature. So I'm just like, that's what I'm just like. It just it sounds to me like someone let it slip out just so that the heat could get off of Vince and Laurenitis. Because when that news broke, then the conversation shifted, and now it was all Sasha. And while the conversation surrounding Vince and Laurenitis was still prevalent, it took kind of a back seat for the moment. And to me, it just looks like they needed they needed something to kind of get the heat off just for a little bit. So they leaked that out, and because I'm like, because if, if it was if it was genuinely, because I was like, if, if when it comes to releases, we don't usually hear about it like this. This has been done so messy and so haphazardly, and I'm just like. If it was a genuine release, we wouldn't hear about it until it was like in its final stages. Well, but I mean, if it's true and Sasha wants out and she gets her out, then go do what you want to do. I mean, like we have said, WWE needs her more than she needs them. She will be fine. You know, I'm like, if, if, Sasha leaving is what makes you want to stop watching WWE go right on ahead, but Sasha 
won't be missing nothing. She has she's on another on another level. She has ascended. And quite frankly, I'm like, that's gonna be a big hit to WWE. You know, they're not gonna be the big bad company that oh, they let her go. No, she walked away from a place that wasn't giving her what she wanted, and I support her in that. Mm-hmm. Donnie, you got the last one here. Um, ultimately, I just hope that this thing gets resolved. But push come to shove, she's out here and plan on leaving. I wish her the best. Her name is Money. And then drop the ball. Hey, listen, I know that it's been a long day and I know that you guys have been listening to us talk for quite some time, but do us a solid favor. Please, 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 I'm begging, rate us on your current podcast platform. We need it. This is going to help boost us and help us put our episodes out more frequently and more regularly. And this will also boost production. This will give us a whole vibe We'll be able to pay for better things and do more things. And we really, really, really need it. So please boost us, get us in there and make sure our podcast gets out there for everyone to hear. I'll let you guys get back into the show. Well, now it's time to get into the little So quick recap. Okay, <clears throat> for those of you who don't know, um, you should, because it was national news, and I'm pretty sure it went global because WWE is a global traded company. Okay, they're they're global. Um, Vince McMahon and John Laurinaitis have been some really bad boys. Apparently, they have been. I don't want to yeah, I don't want to say sharing women, but. They've been allegedly passing around women within the company and then paying them off when they get done with them. So essentially, Vince McMahon would sleep with a female worker within the business side of WWE, so at Titan Tower. He would sleep with someone there for a certain amount of time, and when he was done or bored, he would offer them hush money and make them sign an NBA to never speak of the affair. I'm assuming this was done, one, to protect his integrity, number two, to protect the business, and number three, keep these women from extorting him for more money. It just, it may be a little disgusting, but it's, it's highly smart, okay? Um, there are multiples of these NDAs, okay? It is the last NDA that is causing the most issues, all right? So what happened was he was sleeping with a woman who worked in the legal department of the WWE. She says that she's a paralegal and that she ended up sleeping with basic man. From my understanding, there was no pressure to sleep with him, um, but that could change. But because she has the NDA, the information about her feeling towards him is secret like they they haven't elaborated on that 
But from the way the article read with the Wall Street Journal, she had consensual sex with Vince, but she didn't want to sleep with John Laronitis. And she was afraid that they were enforcing their executive positions over her. And he just, Vince kind of just passed her off to John Laronitis. Now, I don't know if these are two separate instances or if they're one and the same, because again, the Wall Street Journal was very vague and they did not separate the two. So I'll just report it as separate instances. The paralegal got $3 million and an NDA. The way that para that $3 million is paid out, she got a million dollars up front. And then that $2 million is to be paid over time. All right. There's a woman that was working in WWE and she was making $100,000 a year. Her salary was bumped up to $200,000 and she was moved to being John Laurinaitis's assistant. I believe that that is the paralegal. I believe that they are one and the same, but to just keep my, cover my ass, I'm gonna say, I'm not sure. And I'm just going off what the Wall Street Journal says. And if you want to see it, you can go to the Wall Street Journal's website and read the article in its entirety. Um, WWE got wind of this via an email that was sent to one of the board members, if I recall. Um, this email was sent by a friend of the woman who slept with Vince McMahon. This is what prompted the probe into Vince McMahon and his misconduct or conduct period dealing with some women within the company. Now, a lot of people started to bring up the releases and all the payouts that Vince McMahon has done. And I really want to make this very clear. In the article, it clearly says that he paid these women with personal funds, which means he did not use WWE money to pay them. How do I know this? If he paid them with WWE money, there would be a trail. One, he would have had to cook the books to hide it, which would be even worse. He would be committing fraud and embezzlement and a misuse of funds, all right? That falls under many, many laws that he could have broken. Those are federal crimes, and it's white collar. He will go to prison for it, okay? So while it is frowned upon, it is not illegal for him to sleep with people in the company. It is, however, a part of their misconduct policy, which can cause him to be reprimanded, which if it is extensive enough, he can be fired for it but it is not illegal, okay? Now, leading up to this, John Laurinaitis was also investigated because his name came up with the paralegal and her friend's recount of her being passed off to John Laurinaitis. And from my understanding, she claimed she was passed off like she was a toy. And she was very much afraid because she felt like if she didn't comply, that she could lose her job. And at the time, she said she was low on funds, she needed the money, blah, blah, blah. And I said, okay, whatever. Um, now, this probe has been going on for quite some time. The preliminary findings were found in April, and they've been continuing to investigate um, 
Vince and John Laurinaitis ever since. Now, now there's another probe coming up because the investors were not informed of this probe into Vince McMahon and John Laurinaitis. So they also have launched an investigation because they feel that WWE violated the securities laws in which they were supposed to be notified of anything that goes wrong within the company, especially dealing with the higher-ups. They were supposed to be notified. If they feel like it is fraudulent or they are withholding information, they are allowed to launch an investigation into that um into the company, which is what they did. They hired a law firm to do it. Also, Brad Shepard is in trouble, and he had something to do with this because he leaked the woman's name and her face. Um, he leaked it on his podcast, and he posted it on his Twitter. So now she has to deal with death threats and people calling her a liar and whatever else they want to call her because of him leaking her personal information. Due to Vince McMahon and John Laurinaitis being a part of this investigation, they have both been temporarily relieved of duty. Stephanie McMahon is now the interim chairwoman and CEO of WWE. She did go on a sabbatical for a month and a half, I think it was, but due to the current state of the company, she was asked to come back to be the CEO and chairwoman of the company, and she accepted. Also, Dollar Nidus's position was open, and the next person in line to take that was none other than Bruce Pritchard. The interesting thing when it comes to Pritchard is he is still operating as the head of the creative department, as well as handling the duties of talent relations. And a lot of the superstars have a problem with that because when it comes to them getting time off, they don't have anybody else to help them get that time off. Bruce Pritchard is the one who ultimately makes the decision one way or another. So now they're stuck with Pritchard until they decide what they're gonna do with Laurinaitis which from what I hear, he's expected to resign before the end of this investigation is over. It also has been alluded to that John Leonidas is um, a bit of a creep and he's been that way for quite some time, but because he's loyal to Vince McMahon and Vince McMahon obviously is very big on loyalty, he keeps him around. Um, and that's, <laughs> that's pretty much it. There are other rumors surrounding WWE, like Vince and um, Linda's marriage is on the rocks and it has been for quite some time, as well as Stephanie McMahon and Triple H's marriage being on the rocks now. As far as I'm concerned, neither of those have anything to do with me. And I only mention it because it comes up constantly I don't want to elaborate on anybody's marriage and where it stands because I'm not there and I don't know. So out of fairness to both people, regardless of what Vince has done or hasn't done, I personally won't elaborate on his marriage and I don't want to elaborate on Stephanie's marriage to Hunter either. So that's everything when it comes to WWE. Everything that's going on, they haven't finished with the investigation, so we don't know necessarily what they're going to do, but I'm pretty sure John Leonidas is going to be gone before the year is out. 
Girl, that is that's a fucking lot. <laughs> Damn. Nasty boots. Nasty, nasty boots. Um I'm I'm not gonna comment on the state of anyone's marriage either because I wouldn't want people doing that with me. Um honestly I think people released that stuff because they were trying to get they're trying to it all goes back to like you know when something major hits and people are like oh holy shit and then all of a sudden there's all this other stuff that seems to come out as a distraction to kind of try to take you away from what really is important and what's going on right now right that's what I think that whole thing was um we have said for years even before the show started Vince will never likely see the pearly gates. Um, at this point, I'm more of a candidate for getting to the pearly gates before Vince McMahon. Um, Vince and Johnny and Laurenitis. Vin, this shouldn't be a surprise to anybody about Vince's abuse of power. He's done this to mil- he, well, not millions, but he's done this to tons of people and a lot of women. But yet this old fucker still coming out on SmackDown and Raw acting like nothing's up. And I'm like, you just don't give a fuck. Do you not understand how much trouble you're fucking in right now? But people like bend over backwards and say Vince was, uh, you know, Vince is, oh, I wish I could do this. You know, when I hear someone saying that they could, you know, be with that, like do that to a person that makes me think like, oh, you're a predator. You're a fucking predator. That's the only thing that I hear coming out of your goddamn mouth. I mean, um, you know, people tell you who they are, believe them the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, look at the uh, the female referee. All the stories on on dark side of the ring. Everything leads back to Vince. Vince is not as innocent as y'all really desperately try to make him seem like. And then Brad Shepard. I don't know. What kind of shit he's on? Why? I don't even think Ringside News leaked this lady's name, and they're in a bunch of bullshit in their own right now. What made you think leaking this woman's name was a bright idea? Because you wanted to get the clickbait. I know Nicole didn't want to talk about it, but... People are Googling her, looking her up, and now they're like, oh, now we know why Vince did it, because she's hot. They're calling her a skank. They're calling her a slut. I'm just like, whoa, whoa. Y'all are missing the point. Vince did this, and then when he got bored with her, he pawned her off on Laurenitis. Oh, well, Lauren, and this isn't an old, how old was this? Was this something that just happened recently? 2019. So, oh, okay. Laurenitis is still married to your precious little Bella mom. <laughs> so, where's the where's the Bella army outrage? I want to hear that shit. And this is not the first time Laurenitis has been accused of being a creep. Uh-huh. The female talent are are like happy that he's getting ready to be gone. That says Mickey, a lot. Mickey James has said something about it. Um, some indie wrestlers have kind of noted some, like they didn't say it all the way, but they're like, you know, it's time for the trash to be taken out. I can I only, I, yeah, 
I can only imagine what half those women went through. Wasn't Laurenitis the one that said AJ Lee wasn't sexy because no one would sleep with her? He said um, that she wasn't marketable because she wasn't fuckable. Yeah. Well, he's not fuckable, but I don't you know. even like I don't even like AJ Lee that way, but that fucking well, that pissed me off when I heard that shit. Everybody's yeah. fuckable except for Laurenitis. I just, this whole thing, and then last night when we found out the whole thing, I know we're late with the whole Shepard thing, but I found that out last night, and then I found out that thing about the um, the shareholders. WWE's in some really deep shit right now. The and shareholders they- still have a lawsuit against them, as they okay. do have another, there's another lawsuit against them. There's like three WWE lawsuits. They're it's still pending. The Saudi one, and what was the other one? I don't know. I think it was against, um, I don't know. I can't remember. There's at least three. And now they have this investigation. And then, like, like I said, and Vince walks out there. He was on SmackDown. He was on Raw. He doesn't, and he just, like, doesn't give a shit. And it's like, dude, this is the biggest thing since the steroid scandal. You should be scared right now. I think that's the reason why he comes out on Raw and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. I'm not scared. It's the point. Is to be like, I'm not scared. Left, he won't be able to do that no more. And yeah. I got mad because he's still in creative control. He still gets the last say in creative, even though he really has no power. And it's just like, Jesus Christ, can't you take everything away from him? No, this is- technically he hasn't done anything to challenge it. No. <laughs> so- like it just disgusts me when I see him come out there and people are cheering him and they're bowing to him and I'm just like, y'all are feeding this man exactly what he wants. Where is the outrage for this shit? Because some of them don't know. So let's give it 100, right? We're involved because we have to. We see it. We hear it because we technically are part of the media, Right? There are those casual fans, though, that they don't pay attention to that shit. All they care about is going to the show. All they care about is watching the show. They don't care about anything else. So that's why you don't have the outrage. You're not going to. That is true. Because I have said multiple times that the IWC is a very small part of the actual audience. You got to think that at least 75% of that crowd isn't on wrestling Twitter or social media or really keeps up with WWE outside of when we're on SmackDown air. Right. Now, there were some boos. I heard. (laughs) Very much so. So it's not like no one was outraged by it. A lot of people are. And a lot of AEW fans are making fun of WWE because they're going through what they're going through. But AEW fans need to shut their damn mouths right now because this is more important than fucking brand versus brand, okay? Like, this is some really shady-ass shit. Like, I'm, I'm, and then it's like, people are like, guessing, like, they, I don't know, I, I felt, I felt horrible for this one, right? Like, I, I, you, you hate hearing shit like this this is happening to people but then when Shepard had to drop her name and 
I knew the bullshit she was going to get into. And I think that's the part. And I think that's the part that pisses me off because I can sit here and get mad about Vince McMahon. But again, we're all going to see heaven before Vince McMahon does. And that's a, that's a damn honest fact at this point. Like, but this woman has already gone through some shit. She had to get paid off. And that's people are like, why, why did she take the money? And it's like, I took you, the money too. I had to fuck Vince McMahon. I'm taking the money. And it just kind of gives me flashbacks to like, uh, when people were doing the thing from play grind from hell well why didn't she take why didn't they take the money why did they do this why did because they were scared and wwe has some of the best lawyers that's the problem vince has the payroll. vince has the payroll to keep some of the best lawyers on retainer even if he don't even fucking need them he keeps them but and I, I'm just like, this is going to be messy. This is going to be messy. And then when Shepard dropped her name, that woman does not has already gone through enough shit. She don't need to be having some little chair arm jockey wannabe pro wrestler thinks he fucking knows everything. Senate calling her a whore, sending her death threats and shit like that. I don't understand how she's a whore, but Vince McMahon is married with grandkids and a family. No, I don't care. I don't care. He's the one who has multiple NDAs. He's the one who initiated the contact. He's the one who's sleeping with her. So if even let's say even for a second, like none of the there was no misconduct in terms of how he was sleeping with her. That let's just say the the issue was he just slept with her. Okay. You should be angry with Vincent Fan and her for having sex with each other, knowing that they were ruining a marriage at the same time. I don't care if Linda haven't lived in the house with Vince in the last two years. They're married, and she knew that. If she was willing to sleep with him while he was married, I mean, then that's on her. You know, but if she's saying that she was coerced into this, she felt forced because they lorded their power over her, that's different. So that's why they're doing the misconduct conversation. That's why they're looking into it and finishing up this probe so that they can understand what's going on here. But people got to get out of this whole, oh, she's a whore. No, so is Vince McMahon. He's been a whore for a long time. Yeah. And it's disrespectful. And I just, I'm, I can't wait for the day when Brad Shepard gets docs and all his information is out there. And they finally tell people, tell everybody where he live at. So he, so they, he can see how scary that is. That woman was already terrified to begin with. She was already afraid. And now you don't put all her information out there for everybody to hear. And it's like, everybody's just like, well, it's out there. And no, that's not okay. That's not okay at all. Yeah, she might have slept with Vince McMahon. I'm, I'm not disputing that, but this is this is bigger than that. Vince McMahon is a, a a public figure, millions of people, and some people are fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. That's not right. Well, at I, least his podcast got canceled for it. So well, they did take yeah, they did. I forgot to tell you. So they did. 
they did take his podcast down. And from my understanding, that's the fifth platform that has um, decided not to distribute any of his um, podcasts. You know how bad, and so I found this out, that same, uh, that same podcasting place that he was banned from, mm-hmm. Drake Wirtz does his podcast on that same thing. Like on that oh, same, yeah. yeah. So it's like, dude, you 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 fucked up with what the fuck? I just I just want to know what did he think he was gonna get out of it. What the fuck did he think he was gonna get out of this? I mean, first did attention. Yes, <laughs> essentially he got it, but it wasn't the right attention. But he got it. The attention he wanted. Of course not. Be like you really thought you were gonna you were doing something, weren't you? He thought he, he, thought he was killing it. Uh, oh. uh, so what? I mean, okay. So Tiff, I'm asking this because you're the you're the one with the business degrees, okay? <laughs> what? Uh, and I'm being I'm I'm being serious because I've been hearing people say one thing, they're saying the other, and I, I'm just I even okay so. There was nothing because he did not pay her with WWE funds, so there, no. really, there was nothing really there. Could this finally be just from where you're standing at? Because this finally be the way that they kick Vince. They tell Vince, "We no longer need you here," because they are trying to rebrand themselves as a family-friendly company, and then this hits. Sure. One can only- very much so. There, from what I understand, a lot of people believe that this this particular um, storyline is worse than the steroid story because of the sensitivity of the conversation and due to the fact that they had the Me Too movement and, of course, the Speaking Out movement. This could be detrimental to this man. This could be his retirement. To which I say, fine. He should have retired 10 years ago. If we want to be honest, it's not that, you know, Vince, it's obvious that he was aware of the job when he was first doing it, okay? But now he's not, he's outdated, and that's part of the issue. And it's sad because I expect more from him than this, and it's disappointing. I know that he's just a man, but at the same time, you should have better conviction than this, number one. Number two, if you're going to be cheating on your wife, why do you have to do it in your business? Why can't you cheat with some bitches on the street? And they can sign all the NDAs they want because they can't and they can't have no probe into that because that shit wasn't conducted on company property. Mm-hmm. So if I were a part of the board, I would have voted to have him out a long time ago. And that is mainly because I know outside looking in, I know the consensus of what they're producing isn't up to par as to what it should be. Not even close to where it was. So if I were a part of the board, I would have him voted out irregardless of the findings. I would be like, you are obviously a danger to the company and you can't keep it in your pants. So to protect us and to protect the integrity of your company, you are officially released. At least that's how I would do it. 
And I would make Stephanie the permanent chairwoman and CEO of WWE. And Nick Khan would answer to her. And that's how I would do it. Stephanie seems to be a little bit more, um, she seems to be a little bit more capable in terms of understanding how the tides change and producing better content. And even when we were complaining about the authority, like we, we were like, the authority is getting on my nerves. But at the same time, we were invested in it. We wanted to see it. We were okay with watching it because it was something worth watching. We've had the last three years and, um, well, actually four, and it, it's been rough to even stay invested. And if Vince is the one at the helm, then he's part of the problem. That boys club that he keeps maintaining is part of the reason why WWE is losing its footing to AEW. AEW, however, is not capitalizing effectively on that footing. But that's another conversation for another day. As far as I know, the board is still looking into him. And if he has enough people on his side, he will stay in that company unless the shareholders decide that he is um, a detriment to that company. Vince McMahon currently has 86% of the vote, which means any changes that come into that company have to go through him first, despite the fact that he sold a lot of his shares he obviously bought some of them back and now he owns a lot of the controlling interest in that company. So essentially, even if they wanted to get rid of him, this would be the only way that they could. I'm just, I'm just worried because he's got so many sink offense back there. Little kiss his ass even while the ship is going down. Those guys are the ones that are in the circles. So you've got the Kevin Dunn's and the Bruce Richards. And even Paul Heyman is a part of that group as much as people don't want to believe it, he is. Um, not to the extent of Laurinaitis and Pritchard. I believe once Pritchard, Laurinaitis, and um, Dunn are gone, and even Michael Hayes, I feel like there would be a whole new regime there and there'd be a way for them to figure out how you know be able to get Vince McMahon to listen because 90% of the time they go in his office and they talk to him and they're able to speak to him they're able to get him to understand that what they're doing is necessary for the storyline to work and for things to work out in their favor but then you have people like Pritchard who are dead set on what they want to do and they're able to convince them because of the loyalty factor and their tenure in WWE. They're able to change things around. So I think once those guys are gone, and they're starting with Laurinaitis, and hopefully they can move into um, getting rid of Pritchard and Dunn, and that'll be the, the catalyst of the rest of the renaissance as Dunn wants to go I really wish that Kevin Dunn story was real. Unfortunately, it is not real. <laughs> so he's, That's, he's, he's not going to have been bounced out the door. Well, I also, I mean, like, it was, you got to be careful what you report on, right? Because there's been so much shit coming out about this. Yeah, um, that's why yeah. I have to look into it first. And then I didn't say anything about it. I didn't post it on any of our socials. Mm -hmm. Um, originally the story had legs, so I was like, okay, 
but we'll talk about it on the next episode. And when I saw that it was fake and I was like, okay, I'm going to have to scrap that and move on. What was the Kevin Dunn story? Uh, Kevin Dunn, it was reported when all that, when all that broke, there was a story that came out that said Kevin Dunn could, was being under investigation for inside trading. Because he allegedly he sold a lot of his stock before WWE stock started to plummet. WWE stock was actually pretty good before the story about Vince and John Laurinaitis broke. Once that happened, their stock plummeted. So, so now, because they're a publicly owned company, I mean, they they will have to. I know you explained this, but I really don't understand the like the business side of things. But you said it before, if the enough of the stockholders got together, they could be the ones that chased Vince, that could get rid of Vince, right? Because yes, they want to keep- Yeah, because essentially it's their money. It's their money that's invested in that company. WWE is a billion dollar company, true enough, but there are shareholders and traders who also make money in that company. And if the shareholders make enough noise, the board can vote him out. They can do that. There's a way to do it, but they're the ones who have to figure that out. If they had the controlling vote, it would not be hard to get rid of him. And I think they would have done that immediately once the story broke. But because they don't, they're going to have to go about it the correct way, which is investigate, make sure that they have the evidence to prove that he did or didn't do what is being alleged. And if he did coerce this woman into sleeping with John Leonidas, then he obviously violated the misconduct policy of the company and he can be terminated because he is lording his power over her and using his position to force her into making decisions that she normally wouldn't do. That is a violation of their HR and um, human resources policy or personnel policy. And it is a fireable offense. You can be fired for that, whether he's the CEO or not. Um, man, please let this be the way we get Vince out of there. What goes around comes around. I and mean, for sure, John been like some is thirty be- fucking years of it. Shit. For mm. sure, John Laurinaitis is going to be gone. I don't expect him to be there any longer than he has to be. He took a leave of absence as soon as that story broke. His ass was out. Well, I don't I, see him no, coming back. No, I, I saw. I saw something where it said that he was on uh, he was on administrative leave without pay or something like that, and I was like, oh, that was I only seen it like one place, so that's why I didn't say anything. But I was like, oh, if that's true, then that means you about to lose your job, dude. Well, I'm sure he made enough money while he was there. He he made made too much money. It's no, because I saw, and again, I saw other things where, I mean, again, people, you guys got to be careful what you fucking read. Um, I was reading, like, I saw one, uh, again, if you only see it reported one place, it probably means it's not real. But I was mm-hmm. reading, like, something where it was, like, a lot of the old boys club don't like Stephanie and the feelings mutual. Like, if Steph, mm-hmm. like, because they're like, well, Steph can do this. And, and people are like, hold up. She's only temporary probably tort she's only temporary as of right now because of the ongoing investigation if vince gets if vince gets booted then it'll be whoever needs 
they'll whoever will take over but stephanie will probably be the one running the thing for a while she's more than likely the one who will take over and then she is and that's not true actually that story about them not liking her that's not true everybody likes stephanie most of them speak very highly of her i know that she's more progressive than most of the guys in the back um but she out of everybody there's rarely a person who says they don't like her that's why like i said i only saw it reported one place and i was like "Mm, what about this don't seem right no she she more than likely will be the one um Shane hasn't really been involved in WWE a lot. And even though he's the older of the two, he doesn't have the tenure that Stephanie has in the company. He chose to go his own route. Um, So, and he's like vice president and CEO of like seven other companies. So he wouldn't have the time or the, the, literally the time to be able to do what's necessary for WWE. Stephanie is full on head first into WWE. She always has been and she always will be. So as far as I'm concerned, she is the best option for WWE. The reason why Triple H wouldn't be the option is because of that fucking Saudi deal. Yep. And more and if they you want Stephanie still owns more shares than the shareholders in that company. The next people after Vince is Stephanie and Linda. They're the ones who own the other pieces of the pie outside of the shareholders. So when you go to WrestleNomics on um, Twitter, you can look and see how it's broken down. And you'll understand what I mean when I say, if they don't get Vince McMahon out now, he more than likely is not going to leave until he dies. His mom must be the one. Unless they pull some nefarious shit, which they could very well do, um, they're going to have to do a lot of work to get rid of it because he has the control. So I'm not going to say the least. I'm not sure what they're going to do, but I would hope that um, they force him to step down. at this point, it would be a stain on WWE to leave him there. And we already see where everything is going. And as for, much as I do believe that Nick Khan is doing the best he can, you need Stephanie to be at the helm to make the decisions because she has a better idea of the wrestling business than he does. He knows business, but he doesn't understand the wrestling business as well as she does. She's been ingrained in it since she was a child. And mm-hmm. I think she has a better footing in terms of making sure things are done correctly from the creative side to the business side. And it just wouldn't be smart to allow him to be the one to make all the decisions when she is better suited for the job. Don, Rico, what do you guys think of this? Because Rico, Rico got us. Because as soon as we recorded last week, all this shit broke out. <laughs> I tried to tell him. We tried to tell him. Uh, I, you guys did, and I laughed it off. I thought, oh my god, how, how funny! But don't worry, we got it this time. This time, mm-hmm. I got it. And then, literally two hours later, the mm-hmm. next day, literally, like, oh my god, and. Uh, 
Oh my god. I, I think the most infuriating thing is and I was touching on this in the live stream that Tiff had afterwards of just the lack of media literacy. Um, does no one read anymore? No. I know I'm dyslexic, but do y'all not read? Because I learned how to read. And was that all for nothing? Because no one else seems to be reading. Well, and the actually one looking. In literacy, so there's that. No well, surprising. they're not. They're choosing not to. To Rico's credit, like Rico might have a disability learning wise, but he actually does take the time to read the shit. And then they went on this tangent about how they inspire people so he can pay off these women. And that's just simply not true. And I'm just like, and I'm getting oh, shit I was hearing on my everything. Page. It was like, it was like, oh, you know, it it was because of this that the releases happened and like, you know, three million isn't a lot to them, but you know, when you have to pay it every year, it probably racks up. And I'm just like, y'all don't read. Y'all aren't literate. <laughs> I'm like, y'all, which is why I've been saying a lot recently, just beans for brains. Just just no thoughts, just beans clunking around in there. The synapses aren't firing. The eyeballs are not functioning. All motor skills are just shot. Y'all are dumb. That's what and makes I mean it really that, hard though. It makes it, it really does. hard. And mm -hmm. then when you put the information out there, they're like, no, because I saw on Twitter. And it's like, Twitter isn't a reliable source without a source to back it. No, it's not. Oh, don't don't come at me if you saw it on Twitter. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Listen to what I'm telling you. I read the fucking article from start to finish. And y'all are sitting here arguing on with me on social media talking about I didn't give context and I don't know what I'm talking about. No, you didn't do your due diligence and make sure you were clear on what was going on. Don't Thanks. come at me on no bullshit. If you don't know everything, then you can't comment at all. That's it. Don't mm -hmm. speak unless you know what you're talking about. You no, want to put these long-ass fucking paragraphs in my comments. It's annoying. You know what? Like, the thing... The th like Rico, I noticed that like the thing you were getting the most mad about is like you and Tiff and I believe our friend Tirza and a couple other people kept saying this has nothing to do with the talent, but people kept mentioning the talent and how yep. I think I think that I've never really have heard Rico mad, but I've seen them type mad, if that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and there was this one little ignorant son of a bitch that kept saying, I don't remember if it was alive or what or what it was. And he just kept saying that he uh, like, oh, oh, it was because of the uh, everyone getting laid off. Right. She, she was the reason everyone was getting laid off because they had to pay her off. And I'm just like. And I saw Rico go off, and I'm like, oh, shit, he mad. Like, he just, like, first of all, like, you're just flagrantly foul in that. Because, A, first of all, $3 million isn't anything to either Vince or WWE. Let's That's get that fact That's probably out of the way. They spend more in a week. So right. That is true. Like, no, he's not lying. They do. Just on production of SmackDown, Raw, and NXT. They mm -hmm. do spend more in a week. So he's right. And like, even if they were to be paying that like yearly, again, they pay more in a week. So just like, it's just a drop in the bucket. 
And then like Tiff had said, that if it was WWE funds, that's embezzlement and fraud because it's like you're siphoning money from the company that aren't for company reasons and you have to cover that shit up. So you're committing fraud. Those are white collar crimes. Those are big time felonies. That's like a criminal case right there. And while this is the violation of ethics and an investigation is being launched, it's not a criminal one. So it's like, again, it's just like people are coming at it and like there was people saying that like, um, like, oh, the reason some of the women were let go is because they weren't sleeping with Vince and stuff like that. And I'm like, the talent weren't a part of this. No one, like, it was like, it was strictly people in the offices, people who were working, not even like backstage, people who don't even step foot in the arenas, like the office workers, people like the paralegal, probably people in marketing or advertising. It wasn't mm-hmm. like people, it, it's a big scandal, do not get me wrong, but people were right. expecting this to be like a big, like, you know, names were going to come out. And I'm like, no, some of these women aren't known. And like, like, it's not going to be like this big blowout case. And I'm like, and at the end of the day, I'm like, Tiff had to clarify multiple times that Vince isn't under investigation for sexual assault or, or harassment. Like he was, he's under investigation for frat, like, like uh, it's like in the military when you're under investigation for fraternization, you right. know, like at the end of the day, it is a consensual relationship. It's like, yes, like Vince is going to go to hell for a lot of things but i feel like on the totem pole this is something that would fall closer to like the middle <laughs> like now he has, he has done, done worse things worse but he has exactly. they, there are rumors that he has assaulted a woman before it was a female referee and she yes did tell her story and i was like it's probably true i won't knock it, it is, i mean that. again believe the victims first but well, it's just like and that's true I'm just saying it's like you can't bring up the, the past to justify the present. That's not how that works. Even if even if what was being said about him is true, which a lot of it is, from the steroid trials to the way he books his talent, to the money, to even, you know, him covering up murders, which he has done. We yeah. all were aware of these things before this shit came out. So you chronicling mm-hmm. and bringing this up as if it's just like, oh, Vince now all of a sudden is a horrible human being. He was horrible while you were watching Seth Rollins run down that ramp and steal that championship from Brock and and Roman Reigns. He was terrible while Becky Lynch was at the top of the mountain of the women's division. He's been this way this entire time. So you being on your morality high horse now doesn't change the fact that you have been watching Raw. You've been watching Raw, SmackDown, NXT, in every version you've been watching. it. It doesn't change anything. It is what it is. I mean, Vince has been shady from the get-go. I mean, he literally stole this, uh, stole the WWE out from underneath his dad. And then, if we really want to get technical on wrestling stuff, Vince is the reason we don't have the territories anymore. So, I mean, like, I, like he, he, he's not going to see the bright side of heaven. He's really not. He's not even going to see the bright side of hell. Mm-hmm. I mean that that that's on him. That ain't got nothing to do with me, guys. I know where I'm going. So it's, I, just, I it, it's been such. If Vince shows and up like, in the hell while I'm there, I'll be like, uh, uh-uh. uh, this place, no way. I need to get the fuck out. Mm-mm. Oh, now it's Girl, going to that's the dog. Crazy. Imagine being like, a witch, like, imagine being like a murderer, like from like the Salem witch trials, and then you just see Vince McMahon walking around. 
That's I crazy. Any- <laughs> but anyways, anyways. You're tonight, aren't you? Shit. <laughs> I swear it's not intentional, but uh-huh. I think the biggest takeaway from the situation, like, because I remember saying this when the news broke, is I was like, this is a very fucked situation, and it's going to be a very interesting one to see play out. But the thing I was dreading the most was the reaction to it because like I was like I was we were seeing the reactions on Twitter, on Instagram, and just seeing the lack of care in mm-hmm. the actual facts presented mm-hmm. was astonishing. Just seeing people completely disregard the actual article and just going off of a headline and a couple tweets that they saw. That's a big problem. It's like they're choosing to have their head in the sand about this. No, they want exactly. to have... We can't all be ostriches. They want to have that tweet and that interaction, so they do this all the time. And I've noticed that it's certain people who do it, and they're like conspiracy theorists, and they're like trying to piece everything together. You and your fake detectives are... I figured it out. That's why I got rid of them, because it couldn't be budget cuts. It just... It just couldn't be that. It couldn't be the No, it couldn't be budget cuts because they were making record profits. Oh my God. Because, you know, you got a business degree from Twitter.com all of a sudden. <laughs> you know, I understand that there were budget cuts in other countries all over, I mean, and other companies all over the, the country, the United States and in the, the world, period. They mm-hmm. also made record profits. From fast food restaurants to Amazon. Amazon made billions over the pandemic. Are you kidding me? And we all contributed to that. All of us. Yeah, so let's not act like that's not possible. It's very possible. And then they want to bring Naya into it, and they're like, well, Naya tweeted this out about John Leonidas and we we didn't believe her. I was like, I don't believe what Naya says because she says shit for her own benefit. Right. And she's besties with a loon. <laughs> and that loon she be- she, she, she fucking... cutting up and kicking with Drake Wirtz and y'all um, y'all know how he is. And that's and that's the thing too, the whole thing with Brian uh Brad Shepard. It's like you are on the same how did you get fired? When you're on the same platform as Drake Wirtz of all fucking people. Because I'm pretty sure, like, airing out her name and face is a violation of something. It gotta be. I feel like it's an invasion of privacy. It's a violation of privacy. And, like, because I've been seeing people talk about it, and it's like, um, whatchamacallit, like, there's not anything, like, within the NDA that this violates, but he could very, this can have potential legal ramifications for him. And that's what people aren't seeming to understand, because this, anybody who was talking about this, whether it was some jabroni on Twitter, or it was Sean Ross Stat, well, still a jabroni on Twitter, Sean Ross Stat, <laughs> any of the major, I don't even think Meltzer dropped her name he did not hey you know Meltzer will fucking sell out his own grandma if that means you shit about Meltzer we don't like Meltzer no we don't like all my homies hate Dave Meltzer we hate Dave Meltzer no I've never met one person who likes Dave Meltzer I haven't but like here's what I was just getting to not even any like not even Meltzer dropped this woman's name 
anything that I had read up to that point did not mention her name. They mentioned that she worked for WWE. They mentioned the situation that was going on the fu- and what's going on now. Not one person, no fucking vulture on Twitter knew this woman's name. And then Brad Shepard had to be the one who's like, oh, let me be the guy who does this. Just like, what I the think fuck he, you? I, I think they all knew her name, but they had enough respect to not put it out there. Because yeah. I feel like, you know, like... <clears throat> I feel like, because wrestling journalists, they do get a bad rap, and a lot of it is deserved, but at least they have the respect of privacy. Because think back to the Jake Atlas situation. They mm-hmm. had enough respect back then. They did not, not out certain um, names. Right. They, you know, didn't. Yeah. they didn't out the person in question. They kept it private, and it wasn't until people did digging and found out the person, and then suddenly, you know, the business was out. But it's like the wrestling journalists made sure <laughs> that they kept it ambiguous they kept it vague they didn't name anybody but Hell, some people just don't even. have that 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 decorum right I mean, we we didn't even mention his partner's name when and we, we talked about it it's none of our business right only and... thing we reported was what was necessary was that the man was arrested and that's it i just I, it, it just blows it blows my fucking mind like y'all it, I don't know, and just just to, I, I know we want to end this soon, but like every, I was listening to what you're saying, Rico, and everything you said was right, and it's just, this is messy, and just fucking read. If you guys can't read, there's great options on your computer where you can download readers that will read the story for you. Facts. That is so true. Read your shit, man. And it's I like, I remember t- saying, I, I was like, because like, if you're like a child, first of all, this is the middle of June, you're out of school, you can read an article. If you're an child. adult, you are too grown to not read an article and just form an opinion of just a headline. Like, you have no excuse, no matter what age you are. Dude, I was reading an article, when I was reading something about this, Harley walked past me and she goes, Mom, what are you reading? I said, oh, it's something for the podcast. And she stopped. And I didn't. I thought she had, you know, walked away. And she was looking over my shoulder. And she goes, wow, $3 million. That's a lot of money. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all grown ass adults can't take five minutes to fucking read before you start jumping to conclusions. Some of them not adults. And that's that's the part that makes me really irritable because a lot of times they they just believe whatever they see because it, it makes sense in their mind and then they come in and they they real defensive about the shit. They like, um, yeah, I know what happened because I saw it on Twitter. I'm like, okay, that's mm. good for you, baby. Well I saw it. Hey girly girls have fun at summer camp. I'm glad that Twitter is your main source of information. If Twitter is the main source of information, this generation is fucking doomed. Oh. Again, beans for fucking brains just rattling around in there like a maraca. Right now, everything is is on hold until they finish this investigation. Everything is in limbo. This is where we are. Y'all got all the information. I encourage you to read it on the Wall Street Journal so you can understand it for yourself. 
free legit sites. The Wall Street Journal is the one who broke the story. They're the ones who have the most information, the most accurate information. And that's where you need to start. Everything else we've given you. Now, unless Donnie has something else to say, it's time to close this up. That's just what this whole thing is just a mess. Messy, messy, messy. Well, that much is true. And I feel like to send this girl some City Girl uh, albums because I would have. Uh, no. Oh my God. <laughs> like well, the a poet, JT said, if I'm a sad bitch, are you getting extorted? Oh my God. I can't. <laughs> You know, he's going to, no, because you know why? He's going to be nuts because Beyonce putting out a new album soon and he's going to not let us hear. Man, listen, though. No. Listen, Alexa, listen, Alexis, and I are don't break my soul, age, okay? okay? Because you know how 90s house music was. It was not bad. No, it wasn't. I know how house That's what that song was. sounds like. And Don's got an old soul, so he's he, and he goes back and listens to it. Rico's pretty good with his music, too. But Alexis, you know full well. When you listen to that song, it sounds like old school 90s house music. It's fire. I promise you, it's worth the listen. You have to awaken something in me. And it's very much an anthem for a lot of people, especially people who are like in a dump. Everybody who's like been hurt and you're ready to, and you don't know where you're supposed to go. That song, that's the song of the summer. That's the song of the rest of the fucking year. Are you kidding me? After the last couple of years we fucking had? I'm telling you. Beyonce is here to save the world. She is the avatar, master of all four elements. Jesus Christ. As always. Didn't Drake just drop a new album? Yeah. He has a house music album too, but Health music making a comeback? Yes, it is. It is about that time. I mean, it's been a decent while since uh, 2016 ended, so it's about time it comes back in style. God damn Everyone stop repeating the 90s. The 90s do not need to be repeated, y'all. Well, it's not a matter of the 90s coming back. It's just social cycle of the way the world works. Yeah. All right. Well, anybody else got anything to say about this before we sign off? No. Yeah. Right, I don't. Thank you. Rico, I'm Don. tired of talking about it. So. All right. Not to say. All right. Well, thank y'all for joining us for another episode. Uh, we're going to stay on top of everything and keep on track of everything as it breaks out. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. That is where we're the most active when it comes to breaking news. It is down the oh, down for the count. <laughs> I always fuck this up. What's our Twitter handle? At down for the count 19 is the Twitter. And at D4TC underscore podcast is our Instagram. You think I would know that by now? That's fine. <laughs> you know, I can tell you how to do shit on your computer, though. 
anyway, uh, follow us there. We'll uh, follow us on Twitter because that's where we always do with the breaking news. Follow us on Instagram for more, I guess, more well thought out stuff. Uh, Tiff, plug your page because this is where she normally goes live at because I'm a stay at home mom, full time student. Nicole works, Janae works. And it's hard doing lives on two different pages. So Tiff is always the one to follow because she is the one who does the breaking news. Um, Tiff, plug your page real quick. Oh, you can follow me um, at Psyches on TV too. Um, I'll put it in here somewhere so you guys can see it. That's usually where I go live and stuff goes when it breaks and I don't have time to go live on our page. I go live with my personal page. Usually the girls are pretty diligent about reporting on Twitter. So you can always find the stuff there. And um, yeah, just make sure you vote, you rate us on Spotify and on Apple Music and Google Play so that more people can get our podcast. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, but yeah, you're probably gonna you'll probably edit this part out because I fucked it up too bad. Uh, but hey, thank you guys for listening. Um, again, we will stay on top of the situation going on in the WWE right now, as long as everything else in wrestling. Um, y'all just got to give us some time to shift through the bullshit. So what we report is true. So without that, everybody say bye. He's okay, up. H-Town down. Wow. Is that y'all? <laughs>